The following program does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of WFMD. This is the Faith Debate. Thanks for listening to News Radio 930 WFMD on your Sunday morning. I'm Troy Skinner. We're online at WFMD.com. We're on the AM, of course, at AM 930 and on the FM at 99.9 HD2. If you'd like to connect with me and the show um, and kind of have a one-stop shop for doing that, I invite you to go to householdoffaithinchrist.com. That's householdoffaithinchrist.com. That's the name of the church that I pastor. It's a house church, and I'm not alone in my venture. There's a couple other house churchers here in the room, Daniel and Imran Razvi. They they co-pastor, I guess, a, a house church that's been around for longer than mine. How long have you been doing it? Like 10, 15 years maybe, something, something like that? Something like that, yeah. It's been around for a while. Yeah, so uh, they're old uh, hands at this, long in the tooth. Daniel started out as a pastor when he was like three. <laughs> anyway, so we've... Um, Past few shows, we've been talking about stuff going on in the world and the can't find the truth and all that sort of stuff. What is the truth? And the truth, of course, is found in God's Word, and Jesus Christ is the embodiment of the truth. Not only is, it, is he the truth, but he is the way and the life and all, all of that. And um, by the way, since I'm bringing it up, I must just tell you, if you don't know what I'm talking about right now, I would strongly encourage you to reach out to one of the three of us so we can explain to you in intimate detail what all of that is about because if you feel like life is hopeless it is not there's hope in christ if you feel like there's no purpose to any of this there is purpose god made you for a purpose he made you in his image so you are a wondrous creation and um unfortunately though you're not perfect you make a lot of mistakes what the bible calls sins some of them are heinous sins you commit them every day and so a holy God can't abide that. So what do you do? You're kind of back to having no hope. <laughs> but Christ pays the penalty on the cross. Um, if you only uh, accept uh, the gift of his sacrifice and then you live out your life in gratitude until the day he returns and uh, you join him in glory forever. Uh, and it's a wondrously good story. There's a reason that Christians have hope. And if you're a Christian hearing this and, you, and you're like, yeah, I wasn't feeling the hope, but now I've been reminded, you know, uh, if that's the case for you, go remind somebody else today. Don't assume that your friends that call themselves Christians, even if they go to, the, go to the same church you go to every week or something, don't assume that they're actually processing and understanding, grappling what the gospel really is. Share the gospel with people. Go and share. Give people the reason for the hope that lies within. I would encourage you, challenge you to do that today. Ask yourself, how can I glorify God today? Amen. Every day ask that question. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're going into a business meeting, how can I glorify God in this business meeting? If I'm going into the church into Sunday morning right now, you're listening to this show, how, how can I glorify God best as I go into church today? How can I best glorify God as I leave the church and enter the mission field that's all around me, right? All that sort of stuff. So, but in the context of what is truth, and again, Jesus Christ is the truth, and so we're not questioning what the truth is in an ultimate sense. But we talked the last few weeks on this show about different things that make you wonder, man, who can you trust to be giving you like factual data and information about what's happening in the world, you know, news outlets and people are writing opinion pieces and stuff like that. And it used to be back when I was a kid. Uh, I don't even know. Does the National Enquirer exist anymore? Is that a thing? I, so. I don't know. It's CNN. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it, well, that's kind of the point. Because when I was a kid, You'd be standing in the checkout line at the store, and they'd have the National Enquirer there, and they'd have all these bizarre stories about Bigfoot sightings and UFOs and UFO abductions and that sort of stuff. And it was all zany and like, okay, whatever. But now you can turn on CNN or Fox or anything. Or MSNBC. And you'll get stories about 
murder hornets and UFOs and life on other planets maybe and and some sort of bizarre thing called Tiger King I never got into. I don't know what that is. I guess it was like a reality TV show. Yeah. But was it really real? And then the Tiger King guy died, I think, or something? Like what happened there? And the Trump dossier that yeah really existed. And then the fantastical things. Like seriously, not too long ago, if you heard stories about people going up into outer space as private citizens – like, okay, that's like fantasy land. That's science fiction. What are you, like H.G. Wells or something? But it's happening. I mean, William Shatner went up in space last year, for crying out loud. Finally an astronaut. You know? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. We, we went where man had gone before. Uh, right. And, uh, you know, billionaires before him have been up there. And then all the uh, really, well, maybe it's just because the news coverage more is more pervasive, but it just seems like there were so many wildfires. Do you remember... How the wildfires in California and, and Oregon and Washington uh, dominated the, the news. And in Australia, remember? Right before, like the big news story before COVID just dominated everything. I think it was like January-ish of 2020. Australia was on fire. Right. Zany, bizarre stuff. Is this the end of the world? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Welcome to the end of the world. I, I mean, think about it. The Texas ice storm last year, that was bizarre and weird. A failure of government as well. Don't did trust did government. you also read about the uh, rat plague or mouse plague in Australia? Didn't hear about that one. It was it's unbelievable. Millions and billions of mice infesting everything in Australia. You can Google the mouse infestation in Australia. You'll see, you know, on these farms, they thousands ate, and millions of mice running over everything. Yeah, like They ate everything and then started eating, eating each other. <laughs> Seriously. You can see it. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, like yeah. you could, like the floor, the, I mean, See, the ground is moving. See, that's a National Enquirer story right there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, there's a. So I want to ask before I ask the question I was going to ask. Let me ask you this: Out of all the bizarre stories you can think of off the top of your head, and maybe it's the one you just said. I don't know. The last couple of years, there's been a lot of really zany stories. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of lies and myths, truths, and we've talked about that ad nauseum. The zany stories. Do you have a favorite one that like? Is it the one you just mentioned about? Uh, the UFOs, actually, in my in my, uh, I think that's that's actually there's actually more to that than what meets the eye. Okay, how so? Because I, I I could go there with you because I've got some thoughts about that. Yeah. So all throughout, at least the last fifty, sixty years, there've been a lot of people that believe in aliens, believe in UFOs, you know, and there's people that talk about UFO sightings and this and that, and it's never really been that mainstream. But if you had to pick a general set of people with an ideology that would lend itself to believing in UFOs and believing in life, you know, life on the other planets, generally more liberal-minded people would believe in that. Generally more liberal people would be atheists and they believe that we evolved and maybe there could be people that evolved on other planets. And so that was, that was something that yeah, a lot one of, of their theories is that life started on this planet exactly. because the aliens like, put life here. Right. So a lot, of, a lot of liberals and a lot of atheists are kind of predisposed to think, oh, that, that could be true. But by and large, Christians and con- political conservatives, Republicans and so on, were more inclined to say, eh, that, that's just a bunch of hogwash. That's not right. really... They're the flat yeah. earthers. Right. <laughs> What's happened, which is really interesting, over the last year is the right has talked a lot about UFOs. Tucker Carlson talks a lot about UFOs. Fox News in general, a lot of, you know, mainstream... The, the U.S. military is officially talking about UFOs. That's never really happened before. That's something new. And... So my, my theory is, is, is this, and it's, it's, it, I think it's interesting, and um, of course it's my theory, so I think, of course I think it's interesting. Don't worry, I find it interesting too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even but, know what it is yet, but I'm so, sure it'll be interesting. <laughs> so so my, my belief about 
aliens and life on other planets from a biblical perspective is that the Bible does not leave any room for intelligent life outside of Earth, outside of humans, um, other than spiritual beings. And as far as physical beings that, you know, are, you know, like humans or just, just aliens on other planets, that doesn't really work because either they would have to be sinless or they, Jesus would have had to die for them too, and which kind of messes up a lot of the theology of, of the, the cross and, and, and so on. Uh, I don't think the Bible is, you know, excludes the possibility or precludes the possibility of, uh, you know, animal life or plant life on other planets. I mean, that's, that's fine. God made a vast creation. He can make plenty of things for himself to look at on other planets. But I don't think that there is intelligent life in the way that people think of aliens. So if it can be proven that there are quote-unquote UFOs and, or quote-unquote aliens, they would have to be demonic in nature or angelic in nature, but most likely with the things that you, people claim aliens do, that would be demonic in nature, um, especially with p- things people talk about happening to them in the abduction stories and stuff. If, in fact, any of those are true, that sounds a lot like Genesis 6 and what the angels or the fallen angels did in Genesis 6, which I take a very literal interpretation to that, the Nephilim and, and so on. We can get into that. But I think... That's that's where it's it's coming from, and a, and a large portion of those stories are probably made up. There's a lot of people who hallucinate, but if any of it's real, it would be demonic in nature. And I think that our culture has been conditioned over the last 50 years or 100 years or so by science fiction to believe that someday we're going to meet aliens and it's going to be really, really great, and it's going to end up one or two ways. Think of all the movies you've ever listened to, all the uh, TV shows you've ever watched or books you've ever read that had to do with aliens. They all end in the same way. Humans band together in a one-world government to defeat the aliens, or the aliens are good, and they come up uh, and, and teach us how to be better humans. And, and they, they band use... together in one-world government. And exactly. So if... I was, or the, the aliens die because they don't have an immune system. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, didn't, they didn't wear a mask. But, but all the humans banded together to do that in a one-world government. It's, it's a common theme, and and so I'm I'm thinking if I was Satan, and I had to design a plan to try to take over the world, and I know I'm going down, but whatever, and I'm going to do my best as if I'm the devil to try to do this. One of the ways, if I if I wanted to put a guy up there, be the antichrist to figure everybody was going to follow him, make him look like an alien. Because all through our culture, if you could prove, quote-unquote prove, as much as you can with the, we talked about truth lately, but you know, if enough people believe, okay, yeah, that's true, that there's really an alien, everybody's going to assume, oh, yeah, of course they're smarter than we are. They traveled the galaxy. Of course they know more about – we should just obey whatever they say. And that would be the easiest way, in my opinion, to move to one world government and have the Antichrist. Um, so that's my prediction. If you see – uh, aliens actually appearing on Earth, and and uh, you know we, we, humans start uh, governments start to follow what they're doing publicly. That would be a sign of end times, in, in my opinion. Yeah, well, yeah. Some, you went. You have a much fuller formed uh, theory. Oh, I've been thinking about this a lot than I, I do. I, I love science fiction, but I I would agree. I would say for those that are going to be you know skeptical and push back, and they expect you know a certain kind of theological discourse on on this show over the years. We don't deliver it every week, but consistently enough, we do. I do want to say, I hear you. Um, the Bible doesn't explicitly say there couldn't be intelligent life in God's creation somewhere else. However, I would agree with you. I would say it's pretty much uh, a, a good and necessary consequence of God's Word. Mm-hmm. It would be, we would have to reconsider almost our entire paradigm 
right. uh, for it to be possible. So I would agree with you. I well, don't think there's room for intelligence. It, it does say there's other intelligent beings. Right. So, so, but, but not I'm, physical yeah, beings. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you that, that, that the idea of there being intelligent alien life forms who are going to come visit us some other day, uh, it, it seems pretty much beyond the pale of what the scripture allows. Uh, I'm leaving a little bit of room because I don't want to make an argument from sil- silence when the Bible doesn't explicitly say that. Right. But I- I'm, agree- I'm agreeing with you. That's fair. And I also agree with you that, well, I'm going to add, I have, I have something you didn't bring up. So I'll add that first. Um, people are liars. Sure. And so some of these visitations and abductions they claim could just be pure fabrications out I'm of sure, ego and wanting fame and money. And so there's that. Not saying that that would explain all of them, but there certainly is a possibility to explain some of them. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, something I think we have a tendency to forget sometimes, it's what's called the noetic effects of the fall. So with the fall, the entire humanness of us gets corrupt, including the way our mind works. That's why we have, we're called in the New Testament to a renewal of the mind, right? The Apostle Paul. We should be renewing our mind because our mind is not, it doesn't work right. Mm-hmm. It works well, reasonably well. But it doesn't work right. And so people, you know, our eyes can play tricks on us or our memory can be fuzzy or wrong about something or we can want to believe something so badly that we, we make it almost be true. And so we're not lying, but we either misunderstood or something about it. So that the noetic effects of the fall cause us to accidentally get things wrong. And that could explain some of these happenings or things people claim that they're seeing. They say, I saw it. It defied the, the, the laws of physics. And maybe it did. Or maybe you're misremembering. So that's possible. However, I think it's also possible that there are spirit beings who can defy the laws of physics. And I don't think God would have his angels out there playing tricks on us like that. And so I would agree with you there that if that's what it is, and I, I do not discount it. In fact, I'm increasingly persuaded that that's likely, actually, at least in some of these instances. In instances that aren't the noetic effects of the fall or people lying— uh, it's not caused by sin or a diminished capacity. If it's actually really true, yeah, it's probably some sort of a evil spirit thing, mm-hmm. and they're up to no good. And I hadn't connected any dots beyond that other than, well, that just explains it so I can move on. But, yeah, I hadn't got into it. What would their motive be for showing themselves in such a way? And that's an interesting theory and what would their <laughs> what would their motive be? Presuming that we are near or in the end times. Presuming that, and I, that's a big presumption, I, I understand. But... If you presume that, what would their motive be for having the right talk a lot about aliens now? Tucker Carlson, Fox News in general, other right-wing sources, the U.S. military. Well, like I said, Democrats, liberals, atheists, by and large, already believed in aliens. It was the conservatives that did not, and having conservative thought leaders talk about it in a serious note can get people's minds thinking, oh, well, maybe that could actually be true. Especially if you don't have a good biblical foundation for knowing what these things would be. If you ever saw, if you ever could prove there exists, like we'd, we're kind of in agreement, they would be demo- demonic. So if you don't already have that biblical f- strong foundation to know, yeah, that would be demonic, you could be thinking, oh, yeah. I mean, I saw a science fiction movie before. They were cool-looking aliens. Yeah, maybe it's like those people. That'd be fun. Something and, occurs and when, to me, you know, as you're, as you're talking, explaining it, it's, it's your theory applied differently. Because I'm, I'm not... And I'm not saying that to diminish the likelihood or possibility that it's actual demons that are doing weird things that people are capturing on film and stuff. I think that's, I think that's possible. I believe in the supernatural, so mm-hmm. it, that could happen. But it doesn't, it doesn't always have to be a supernatural sure. explanation. And so the same theory, your theory about the motivation, 
could apply with the spirit uh, world, the, the, the enemy of God, influencing the systems in such a way that uh, it's a psyop. It's a human psyop, maybe influenced by, uh, you know, satanic influences or something like that. But they, they could I – mean, are you kidding? You mentioned it. Was it last week's show about – or maybe it was two weeks ago when you talked about we have enough of your voice on, on, uh, on tape now on the computer that we could manipulate that, that to make you say whatever you want. They call, right. What they call deep fakes, I think they call mm-hmm. it, right? Yep. We can do deep fakes like you can't tell. Yep. I've seen some of these things. If somebody tried to pass off, they sent me a private message. Uh, it was Barack Obama saying something, and it was Barack Obama. It was his voice. It the limp, the lip sync, and everything was matched up. And I'm like, there's no way Barack Obama said that. And I don't think it's any secret. Anybody who listens to this show the last 17 and a half years, I'm not a Barack Obama fan, so I'm not looking to defend Barack. There's no way he said it was a deep fake. It had to be, and so. Mm-hmm. If they could be that persuasive with the human voice and the human anatomy and stuff, which is really hard to mimic really right. well, they can do that. They can make a spaceship appear. Like, I mean, have you been to the movies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the increasingly more uh, sightings and, and video evidence and picture evidence, it seems like it's coming to that point where um, the devil may be ready to reveal himself and move in that direction. And if you do believe in end times, this is happening, then this uh, is slowly moving in that direction. It just seems that way. And so it, at the pace it's going, it allows them, people to get used to seeing it and not be shocked into disarray, but be moving into, into the sing, simple or single purpose that they have for us. I, I kind of jokingly threw out there uh, flat earthers, and I jokingly assigned that to the, the wacko right in the religious world. And the reason I say that is I only I only know, like, personally, one flat earther, and he happens to be a Bible-believing Christian. And he's just, like, out to lunch on the flat earth question as far as I'm concerned. Um, so since we're about UFOs and all that and the strange stuff, you, you're into there's science fiction. Some, Do you have any thoughts on the flat earth thing? There's been some pretty high-profile uh, people that uh, some celebrities I think said they believe in flat earth too recently some is that right yeah some big rapper or, or singer said said that they believe in a flat earth it was, it was pretty interesting I think it goes back to the, the the truth and the logic and people don't have critical thinking skills they don't have truth and, and they and they've seen so many actual conspiracies play out in real life ain't that the truth that they start questioning everything they, yeah. yeah I question everything I mean, does gravity exist? (laughs) Is this just a dream? Are we living in the matrix, right? (laughs) Right. And, I mean, you might as well question everything. If such some of our most, uh, you know, deeply held beliefs have turned out not to be true, you know, you would think that everything else, you know, is. And and there are some Christians who take a couple of the verses uh, in the Bible that are very poetic in nature, not the historical passages in Genesis, but, you know, some things from the Psalms and, and stuff that are written poetically about sunrise and sunset. Oh, how can the sun rise, you know, if, unless we have a flat earth, you know? Right. So pe- people say, say that and they take it extremely literally. I'm a very literal Bible-believing Christian. I believe in six-day literal creation. The earth was created, you know, 6,000 or so years ago, and um, not evolution had nothing to do with it. So I, I, I believe in a literal interpretation of the Bible. I, I think... Some of the people that believe in the flat earth come from that kind of a place. They're like, look, we want to be very careful. To s- what does the word actually say? Well, that must be exactly what happened. Well, true, 
but there, there's also plenty of passages in the Bible. That yeah, and they're also they would also talk about you know the the foundation and the pillars and right. uh, yeah. There's 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 other language in the sure. Old Testament that could be understood, uh, which is why they understand it that way. In fairness, mm-hmm. to to support the idea of there being a flat Earth. Here's here was my point, and we actually uh, I don't know if I should tell. Ah, uh, what the heck? We were going to have this flat Earth guy on the Faith Debate Show. In fact, we did the show. We recorded the show, but. He was a podcast guy, and uh, there was no way for, you know, we're a radio station, but, you know, the technology for, in the podcast world and in the radio world, and even though we're a radio station with a lot more technological muscle than a podcaster would have, it just wasn't lending itself to, to doing it in the reverse, that we could t- do the radio show first and him use it the way he wanted in his podcast. I can't remember all the te- te- technical reasons, but we decided it would be a lot easier if we just had him record it as his podcast, and then I'd take the audio from his podcast and then repurpose it on the Faith Debate Show. And he forgot to hit the record button. <laughs> so we did hours. We did, uh, it was me and, and, and uh, um, somebody that did the show with me for a long time. We, we did it with him. Um, we spent three hours with the guy. Wow. And it was very frustrating. And my, my uh, co-host, I don't want to say his name. If, he, if people who are long-standing listeners of the show might know who I'm talking about, but I don't need to. It's not important. His name's not what's important. Uh, the point is what's important. I did the show with him for a dozen years probably, a dozen of the 17 years. And he never once in all of those shows lost his cool, except for this one. <laughs> and so he was kind of happy that the record button never got pressed because he was a little embarrassed. He felt bad. And... He even asked me, he said, you know, can we listen to that and make sure, like, I, I, I'm just not comfortable with how I handled myself. I don't know what got into me. And I know what got into him. He was incredibly frustrated. You could not get a straight answer. And, you know, the flat earth guy would not, um, he wouldn't hold himself to the same standard he was holding others to. Mm-hmm. And then, and his arguments were just ridiculous, unfortunately. He was saying things like, um, well, I believe the earth is flat because when I walk outside, it looks flat to me. <laughs> That's not an argument. <laughs> Certainly not a Christian argument. <laughs> no. Because you can't see God every day and you believe in God. Right. And, right? and yeah, my, I use a level and the level says flat. <laughs> I level the earth. And my, and my argument to him from a, you know, religious worldview, Christian worldview point of view was it doesn't matter. If the world is flat or the earth is round, that doesn't change anything. I think the, the Bible actually I think could leave itself open to either one. Maybe I'm missing something there, but I don't feel like the Bible's making a case for a spherical planet necessarily, and I don't know that it's making a case for a flat planet either. I, I, you know, it says some things about the planet, but you could read because it's mostly in poetic environments, mm-hmm. and you have to try to figure out what does that mean. And so, well, we, you know, we God's still creation. Use, we still use flat Earth language in our in our English language. Oh, the sun rose today, you know. The, the moon set. Absolutely. Yeah, because it's <laughs> all know? from our perspective. We're exactly. explaining how we're seeing things we talked as about they that, appear to us. Uh, you know, several weeks ago, perspective means a lot as far as, you know, where is the center of the universe? You know, perspective and being everything's relative. But, no, I, I think there are some people that come from a place of, you know, we really want to know what God says, and we want to take the Bible very literally and very seriously, and I respect that. Um, no, I, I disagree with the flat earth theory. I, 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 I hold to it. I do, too. For the record. I'm not yes. a flat earther. Neither am I. No. So, uh, hey, and on a note of agreement. Uh, thanks for listening to Faith Debate today. Thanks for being on the show again, guys. Uh, Imran Razvi, Daniel Razvi. Uh, they're with the uh, the church that meets at uh, Imran's house. I think that's what they call it, the, house that, the church that meets at Imran's house. Uh, you can connect with them online at, um, I always get this wrong. Why don't you say it? 
conqueredbylove.org or uh, well yeah or or you can you go to my church's website householdoffaithinchrist.com so conqueredbylove.org householdoffaithinchrist.com those are the two websites if you you know want to connect with the show, the easiest way to do that maybe is at WFMD.com. Maybe I'll get the station's website a plug, too. (laughs) Until next week, 167 and a half hours from right about now. God bless.